there was a time when I graduated from college, stayed at home with my son, and though I enjoyed that time, I also constantly thought about what I could be doing if I worked for somebody else, the money I could be making if I had my first job out of college. You know, I had all these big dreams about what it would be like. Well, then you get the job and you're like, man, I wish I had that time again. I wish I could spend all that time I spent cooking and cleaning and spending time with my son and my husband coming home and we get to just kick it. Like, I wish I had that time back. So I am being very intentional about putting my family first. Oh, man, I got a million dreams. That's all I do is dream all the time hey y'all welcome to episode four of dream with mia happy new year i am so grateful that you joined me today and i just want to say thank you for sending positive words of encouragement it means the world to me today's episode is about how i'm setting the standard for my life and 2020 and of course i encourage you to do the same i outlined how i'm setting the standard for my relationship with god my health my marriage my money my children and my relationships like family and friends I only have three priorities this year. This is a really important principle that I learned from reading Bob Edgar's book about his time as CEO of Disney called The Ride of a Lifetime. When he campaigned for the highly competitive job as CEO of Disney, the company wanted strong vision and someone who could uphold the brand story and the standard of Walt Disney, which was established in 1923. Bob decided that he wanted to only focus on three things that he would implement as his vision for Disney and his first year as CEO. The company is now worth five times more than when he started as CEO, and I just have no words for that. I decided to apply that to my dreams and I can almost guarantee you that it'll work for you as well. I also took the time to create the systems that I would need to execute and maintain my priorities. I knew I couldn't just write them down without having a plan and a strategy to make it almost effortlessly. Or is it effortless? I think it's effortless. <laughs> so I created a morning routine for when I wake up and an evening routine for when I walk through the door after work. I'm actually still in the process of creating routines because I need quite a few. I was a go with the flow kind of girl, but I can't get to financial freedom without the compounding interest of having very focused habits. So here we are. I need a daily routine for the times that I eat. <laughs> I would go all day without eating just because I'd be so focused on work or whatever is in front of me at the moment. 
I need a routine for journaling, for reading, for exercise, and even for just Sundays. It's probably even more that I need, but I will establish them as I go. But before I went full speed ahead with my resolves for the year, I took the time to reflect on what I had accomplished the last year and the last three years. Someone really encouraged me to do that and I'm happy they did. I had sticky notes all over the bedroom walls, um, the long white ones, because I really just love strategic planning and I considered it a gift to myself because I just celebrated my 29th birthday. So here are my here are my top three. <clears throat> so here are my top three priorities. Number one, I want to keep my family first. That's so important to me. It's worth saying it again. I want to keep my family first. As the success comes, I realize that none of it matters if you don't have people you love that are important with you, that are important to you to share with. So I want to keep my family first. In the last three years, I've accomplished a lot of things. I've, I mean, I've been grinding. I've hustled. I mean, you name it. I was focused, but a lot of times I lost focus on the time that I know I need to grow my marriage, the time I know I need to dedicate to my sons. Really, I just really love my sons and my husband and I like spending time with them, but it takes being intentional to spend time with the people you love. So that's what I'm focused on this year. And I just truly believe if I keep my family first, if I keep the main thing, the main thing, which is my family, everything else will um, come, right? along with me having systems in place to make all of this shake. So my second priority was influenced by Martha Stewart. Her company has a saying called media leads. And that means that before you try to sell a product or a service, it's best to lead with a form of media that will articulate your value, um, will grow brand recognition, authority, so many things. So um, I'll give you a great example. Uh, the Breakfast Club. They each one of the people on the Breakfast Club all had their respective popularity from wherever they came from. But when they came together to form the Breakfast Club and they built off of what they had already accomplished in their career, Plus became a syndicated radio show, like a national syndicated radio show. Now, so many other things have come from that. And that's what I mean by media leads. Something like a radio, for them, for them it was a radio show. For me, it's the podcast. It's free content that I have coming from my website. It's all types of things, but it's all going to start with the media. And I'm naturally a storyteller. It's what I love to do. It's what I'm passionate about. It's what I've studied to do. Um, I think that that's just a great principle for me to apply to my own goals, um, to my own dreams. So that's number two. Number three, my third goal is simple and to the point. It is to give. 
kind of like my first goal. I feel like it's one of those things that if you just do, if you give, really focus on being a giver, um, adding value, whether it's your expertise, your knowledge, a shoulder, ears, really don't matter. Just giving. I think that all these other things will be added unto you. So, like I said, that's really simple. Um, Chris and I have prioritized giving our tithes. There's so many other things to give. Um, I think God has called us to be a giver. And I'm just seeing the power of giving. I mean, it is powerful. And and let me say this. I'm not giving to get. I'm a get it, period. You feel me? But while I'm getting it, I want to prioritize giving, if that makes sense. So those are my three priorities. Keeping my family first, um, leading with media influence, and thirdly, no, it's third. Or is it thirdly? Okay, it's third. And third, giving. <laughs> um, yep. So how's it going? It has been 15 days in the new year and it's going really good to just be quite honest. I feel the best that I've ever felt. And I have a community of friends that are really helping me um, stay spiritually fit. They're helping me be accountable we're waking up at six o'clock to pray. I'm actually on a fast right now that'll end. Um, and the good thing about this fast is that it kind of correlates with the whole 21 days to create a habit thing. Um, I feel like this fast is going to help me establish the habit. And because I'm committed to this, I'm going to keep going. Um, that's, that's, that's dope. That's really dope. Uh, it takes discipline, right? This is something that Chris preaches to our boys all the time. And it's something that I am just leaning into being more disciplined, establishing really good habits. I just know it's the key to, um, accomplishing the things and the dreams that I want to accomplish. I think that is super critical for us to decide what standard, what level do we want our lives to be. I think it's important because you are setting an expectation that has to be benchmarked and reviewed and far more importantly executed, right? So that's why it was really important for me to set a standard because whether you realize it or not there is a standard <laughs> and if you haven't said it it's probably a low standard to just keep it a stack right especially if the environment that you grew up in didn't create a high standard for you if your home didn't create a high standard for you if the school you went for didn't create a high standard for you if the friends you hang out with don't create a high standard for you you need to create a high standard for yourself and without it i just think that we will succumb to the lowest 
possible standards to me. It's super just that easy. So, you know, along with my standards, I'm checking my self-beliefs. I'm checking my sense of urgency about things. Um, Because without that sense of urgency, things just happen. I'm checking my mindset. I'm checking. um, I'm checking even what I've allowed the behavior I've allowed from other people. So there are plenty of things that will be checked and balanced from me setting this new standard for myself. Um, You know, before I checked in with my standards, I was letting myself eat too much fast food, too many French fries, too many Starbucks drinks. And then you look at the scale and wow, it ain't what you want it to be. Well, for me, it's not the scale necessarily. It's, you know, I had two kids, child. So, you know, yeah, yeah, I know. You know, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, you're skinny. I am skinny, but I also have the ability to, you know, hold on to fat just like anybody else. So that's something that I'm working on. Um, A lot of good things are going to come from me setting this new standard. And so will it for you. I mean, life don't just happen. It's the choices we've made over and over and over again consciously and subconsciously it's the choices that we make without even thinking about it just like you drive home every day and you don't think about all the lights you pass how fast you were going you just get home so that's again the principle that we're talking about here and I'm not just pulling this stuff out my butt I'm reading some really good books that's giving me insight into this earlier this year I read Atomic Habits That is a book that I highly recommend. It has strategy after strategy, system after system on how to create good habits. I'm reading this book called The Power of Focus. And that book was actually written by the authors of Chicken Soup for the Soul. And y'all know we all grew up on that. So I'm excited. Those are two book recommendations that I'm reading. I suggest y'all read it. It's also two other tools that people suggested that I'm kind of leaning into. Um, I didn't have any subscriptions. I, you know what I'm saying? My mama gave me her Netflix type stuff. So I decided to invest in my own subscription, which was YouTube because I'm always watching YouTube to learn. So now I'm going to do that with even less time by cutting out the, um, ads and listening to music. Cause that's dope too on YouTube. Also, um, audible audible is a really great resource. I'm listening to um, books back to back to back using Audible. That's another subscription. Uh, It's worth it. Investing in your knowledge, learning more, growing more. Hey, you know, it's really invaluable. You can't put a price to it. So that's what I'm doing. I would love to hear what y'all doing. Send me an email. Uh, My email is in my Instagram bio. Uh, If you got my phone number, shoot me a text. Give me a call. Like I said, I love the encouraging words. Um, It keeps me going. It lets me know that this is not just helping me because it's helping me a lot podcasting. I hope that something that I say helps you. Um, Oh, and I have an overall vision and mission for my life that I won't share today, but it's really good. And I'm really grateful because I got it from God. Like, I wish I could take credit for it, but I can't. God showed me the vision from prayer and, you know, 
manifesting. I'm excited. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening to episode four of Dream with Nia. We'll be back with episode five and very soon we'll have our first guest. So thank you guys so much.